0: Hard Cases Chapter 1 McLean Hospital, Belmont, Massachusetts Dawn, Friday, February 3, 1969 Shane Sullivan Howled Malcolm, a black guy who worked night security on Shane's psych ward, wasn't in the mood for these all too familiar noises. He slipped into Shane's locked room, which smelled like a zoo. Inside, he punched Shane in the gut. "'Fucking shut up, college boy. "'Fucking shut up, or I'll come back and kill you, white ass.' Then, to make sure his threat had sunk in, he kicked Shane, who was already down and somewhat dazed, lying in his own shit, squarely in the kidney. After that, Malcolm left. Figuring the violence would maybe buy him 20 or 30 minutes' peace, enough time to get to sleep and hopefully stay that way through the rest of his shift. It was time to find another job, he knew, when you start beating on the crazies. But what job could an old man like him find anyway? Things were not going so well for Shane in early 1969. Not only was he locked away, naked and screaming at the moon, with Malcolm making increasingly frequent visits to administer corporal punishment, he was also having an increasingly difficult time remembering who he was. Sometimes he was Christ. Sometimes he was Winston Churchill. Then he would be George Patton or Julius Caesar. The only common denominator was that it was always some powerful male figure Certainly nobody who'd ever been involuntarily committed to a psych ward by an assistant dean of Harvard College. As his delusions grew more acute, Shane had begun living full-time in that medieval secret of psychiatric hospitals everywhere, the seclusion room. The place where all the various abstract theories of psychotherapy were thrown out wholesale, where otherwise unmanageable patients were simply cast naked into bare cells, and then left there indefinitely to smear feces and otherwise work out their problems for themselves. Pathetic Raving Souls abandoned to the tender mercies of the Malcolms of this world, who had their own old-fashioned ways of dealing with problems like bad smells and too much screaming in the night. The events that led up to Shane's forced psychiatric hospitalization had begun two years earlier. In the spring of 1967, with the Vietnam War in full swing— Shane decided to stay out of the draft by obtaining a graduate school deferment available to students who volunteered for a two-year Accelerated Army Reserve Officer Training Corps program. It was his experience in the Army since then that had started him on the road to his breakdown. That and falling in love with a military brat whose brother was at West Point and whose dad was an infantry general. Shane had been a ridiculous soldier. At Georgia's famed Fort Benning, his initial summer posting in 1967, he was generally thought of as mildly retarded. Certainly no one believed he was attending Harvard. Even the sergeant major, who had access to an official list of the various cadets' colleges, had his doubts. He decided Shane must be a commie playing some commie trick by enlisting and then fucking everything up so thoroughly all the time. This was why he finished Shane and another obvious commie, a Jewish guy from the University of Chicago, last in their platoon at the end of that summer. Shane's junior year was spent in love with Katherine Herman, a Wellesley girl whose family was then living at Fort Bragg, North Carolina, All he'd admitted to Kathy when they'd first started dating was that he'd had a few bad moments while at Fort Benning that previous summer, something she'd casually told him to take in stride, just the way her twin brother John was then handling beast barracks. So Shane had gone along, pretending that he was just as tough as John, a guy who'd gotten his own set of paratroop wings at West Point Prep, before being appointed to the point itself.